Now we come to chapter 3 of 1 Thessalonians that was written by Paul to a group of new believers. He and his companions had been there for about a month, and he's writing to tell them about the structure of the genuine Christian life, which is faith, love, and hope. This Christian life originates not from the ability of the believer's natural being, but from the infusion of what God is. And it's carried out by our sacrificial love toward our loving Lord who loved us and gave himself for us and toward his members. And this life lasts and stands unchanging by the sustaining power of the hope in which we have uh, looking to our beloved Lord. So uh, of these three in Corinthians, Paul tells us uh, that the greatest is love. And that's because when the Lord comes back, we won't need faith and we won't need hope. So love is the greatest of these. And this chapter 3 really uh, focuses these young believers back on this structure. Uh, he starts out, uh, Paul, as uh, a loving parent uh, for his children. He, he says he could bear it no longer. He didn't know if they were lacking uh, struggling. He knew they were struggling. If he, he wasn't sure if they were going to make it. And so he just couldn't take it any longer. So they sent Brother Timothy to find out how they're doing. And Timothy uh, went there. Verse 2, it says, to establish and encourage these Thessalonians for the sake of their faith. So that's what this, that's the reason this epistle was written, to establish and encourage these young believers. Uh, you could say Paul majored in double E, establish and encourage, not electrical engineering or elementary education. He is all about establishing and encouraging younger believers. And he mentions in three that no one, that no one would be shaken by these afflictions. So as young believers, it's important to know that afflictions will come. And if we're established in the faith, mentioned in verse 2, these afflictions will actually work out for good, according to Romans 8.28, according to God's purpose and His appointment. Wonderful. Otherwise, we may be shaken by the tempter, which is mentioned in verse 5 through the afflictions. And it, it mentions here that uh, this phrase, that we are appointed for this. This may come as a surprise to young believers that, yes, God has actually appointed, or you could say destined, set, located. God is destined, appointed, that we should pass through afflictions. Hence, afflictions are God's allotted portion to us, and he has set us, located us, in a situation of afflictions. So I know that may be hard to swallow uh, for a lot of new believers, but uh, this is what's revealed uh, to young believers. I'm so glad that he said in verse 4 that we told you beforehand that we are to be afflicted so that even the knowledge that's coming helps the believers pass through that. So this verse has been very helpful to me as I've matured in the Christian life to help younger believers know afflictions will come. It's very important. Then we can move on to verse 8, which um, is an amazing verse. It says, Because now we live 
if you stand firm in the Lord. Think about that. The apostles live because these young believers were standing firm in the Lord. These, these young ones standing was actually ministering life to the apostles. That is awesome. Are you kind of low on life, the divine life, the Zoe life, or are you low on flow? Well, guess what? If you take care of some newer, younger believers, you will, you will be ministered to. Their standing will actually minister life to you. Yes, I know we emphasize the life-giving spirit ministering to us. But here this verse says that now we live if you stand firm in the Lord. This is an awesome verse, and Paul received a great infusion of life by these younger ones going on in the Lord. Isn't that encouraging? Then we have time for just one more verse, 12. And I enjoyed praying over this one this morning. It says, And the Lord cause you to increase and abound in love to one another and to all, just as we also to you. I like this. I just prayed, Lord, I don't have this love in me, but the Lord cause you to increase and abound in love. Again, love is the greatest of faith, love, and hope. And we would abound in love to one another, not just to the Lord, but as we're loving the Lord and filled up with the Lord, guess what? The Lord causes us to increase and abound in love to one another. Thank the Lord. He's in us and he's working in us. And actually another verse in Galatians says, faith operates through love. So, uh, the more we love the Lord, the more we'll have this love for our fellow man and for the fellow believers.